Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Excuse me, that's our old sponsor. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app, of course. Davidson's as well. We love all of our sponsors here. I am your host, Rudo. AJ will be joining me shortly as he is just wrapping up doing the interviews post game with the players and coaches. So he will be jumping in soon. But what a game we have to talk about today as the Avs defeat the Dallas Stars 4 to nothing in what was, in my opinion, a near-perfect game for the Colorado Avalanche. Sure, there were some mistakes along the way, but the style of play fit the Avs to a T, and Dallas just could not hang with them pretty much at all. Even in a slower second period, the Avs completely took control of the game and really wasn't very close. Dallas had been marked as the weakest team in this Western round robin, and the Avs showed exactly why in this game. On the other side of that, the Avs, with their domination, they really didn't get that much production out of their big guns. Sure, they were dangerous. They had a lot of threats, but the finishing came a lot from the new guys. You got goals out of Donskoy. You got a goal out of Burakovsky. One goal out of Mikhail Makar on the power play, which was very nice. But production mostly coming from new acquisitions on the season. Another goal from Vlad Nemesnikov as well. So this was not a abs top players carry them to the victory by any sense of the word it was them as a team just completely controlling and beating dallas it was so good it was boring i wouldn't go that far i thought the goals were were very fun the second period yeah was a little bit slow but the first and thirds was the abs showing off that they can be a threat on nearly every single possession that they have that was exciting Obviously, the big story of the game, Pavel Francouz getting the shutout. Look, AJ said it on the other show after our postgame show after game one. If Francouz wanted to make a case for himself to keep himself in net for these playoffs, he was going to have to do something exactly like this. Dallas didn't have that many fantastic opportunities against him, but when you don't let any goals in, you got to think you look pretty good. And that'll be interesting now. The Amps have gotten two very good performances. They still have one round-robin game up against Vegas, which could very well mean something for the potential first seed of the bracket. So are they going to go with Grubauer? Do they stick with the unwritten rule of your goalie gets a shutout and you play him again? That's a bit of a tough question. I I really don't know where to put this goaltending situation. I think Grubauer certainly had the harder night going up against not only a better St. Louis team, but a St. Louis team that put more dangerous opportunities on net. Whereas Francois faced a Dallas team that, I mean, let's be honest, by midway through the third period, they had packed it in. They knew that game was over. And Francois made solid saves. He had one very, very nice one uh, late in the game and, and a handful of good flurries of activity. But... Dallas wasn't consistently putting grade A chance threats against him. So we'll see. I'm not honestly sure which way they decide to go. Either way, the Avs just played a full, complete game in this one. And this is the Avalanche team, the healthy Avalanche team that teams are going to fear quite a bit in these playoffs. You want to know why teams believe the Avs can win the Stanley Cup this year? Watch this game because Dallas never really had a chance, even from puck drop. The Avs just looked dominant top to bottom. And I think one of the big, big keys to that is we're starting to see something from the Avalanche that we haven't seen enough of. 
that is their forwards playing significantly better defense throughout this game. We have a couple clips of uh, Miko Rantanen, actually, which was the one that stood out to me that I'm sure we can bring up in a second here. But the abs were back checking harder than I've ever seen them all season. It's a tough situation for the team as a whole. There are guys you can rely on, right? You know, Kadri is going to back check. Well, you know, Landis Gog is going to back check. Well, guys, you don't expect to back check as well. Nathan McKinnon, Miko Ranton and Andre Burakovsky. These dudes are paid on the team to play offense. Let's be honest about it. That's what they're here to do. But, there's a mentality in the avalanche right now that everyone has to be responsible. Everyone needs to fill their role and they'll get the job done one way or another. And Dallas didn't really have an answer for that. When the Avs committed to what they needed to do, Dallas kind of just folded, to be honest with you. Really interested to see how this plays out against a better and more offensively minded team in Vegas coming up this weekend as St. Louis, yes, very good team, but not a team that's going to run and gun like the Avs like to do. Dallas kind of the same way on a, a lesser scale, probably not quite as dangerous offensively, even as someone like St. Louis. And then you have Vegas, who's just going to absolutely open up the ice and go ham all the way through. So we'll see if the Avs can keep up the strong defensive play against a team like that. But what I do expect is that game is going to be a lot of fun, especially depending on how things shake out officially as it stands, we have a great bunch of play coming up and I can't wait for it, but it does look like we have some of those Miko highlights ready. I can show you what I mean uh, when the abs are back checking. So here's Miko. He ends up coming all the way through and then this play just absolutely blows up Radulov. Don't see Miko playing that physically defensively very often. And he stepped it up. That, the game was over at that point. This was in the third period and this game was wrapped up basically, but the abs are staying committed to their defensive play and willing to give up the body to do what is needed. So, that's nice to see his other clip I think uh, is even better as you're going to see him. He nearly gets beat around the outside here and then gets back, uses his insane six foot five reach to make the poke check and knock Jamie Ben off the puck. That is good defense. It's just straight up good defense. First of all, he was covering back from a defenseman to start with. And then instead of just getting beat out wide, like we see happen to forwards all the time in this league, he makes the correct play nearly gets beat, but recovers and just completely diffuses a play that could have been a dangerous scoring chance against. Again, he wasn't the only one either. We've seen significantly better defense from McKinnon as well. And when you're talking about the Avs top line playing strong defense like that, if there's any consistency to that at all, forget it. I mean, the Avs are just never going to get beat at the top of their lineup. That's, that's just the way that it is. So, again... I'm super excited about everything uh, as we get some more comments in here. Well-rounded team. Yep, of course, it's great. <clears throat> Excuse me. Had a few too many beers. AJ will be on in just a minute. He's finishing up doing the post-game stuff. So I am just excited, man. I This is the abs team I wanted to show up for the playoffs. And now that they have... What I don't know what there is to say. It was a fantastic hockey game, top to bottom. Officially, as things stand, the Abs have already secured a top three seed in the West. They can no longer finish in the fourth seed as the Dallas Stars are now 0-2. The Abs 2-0, realistically, very, very likely that they get a top two seed. The only scenario they finish in third is if Vegas specifically 
loses to the St. Louis Blues tomorrow night in overtime. And then both the Blues and Vegas need to win their third game. Vegas facing Colorado, obviously, there. That's the only way they finish in third. And the odds of that are quite low, to say the least. Uh, so the Avs looking very strong for a top two seed. And they beat Vegas straight up. They get the number one seed in the West. That means they have the easiest route. And especially in a year like this, where there's going to be reseeding every single round, they get the easiest path by quite a wide margin when it comes to the playoffs and pushing towards the actual Stanley Cup and quest for the asterisk itself. So what does that mean in the long term? Honestly, I'm still not sure how much you can take out of these round robin games. It's clear the Avs are still working up to full potential, even with dunking on the stars tonight a little bit. We saw, yeah, obviously Francois with the shutout. But also Matt Nieto got into this game instead of Tyson Jost. The Avs are still testing the waters on a number of different things when it comes to their lineup. And I think that might even be scarier than originally thought because it doesn't matter. The Avs fourth line could be a number of guys and they make it work. Their entire lineup can be fluid. Vlad Nemesnikov playing on the top line tonight absolutely crushed it. Ended up scoring the goal, obviously, but the top line looked way more dangerous than it did with Andre Burakovsky on it. And Burakovsky knocked back down to a third line role for a lot of the night, and he scored a goal too. So all of a sudden, these minor moves that the Avs are allowed to make because their lineup is so deep, because their lineup is so good, and they all worked, and all of a sudden everything clicks together, and the Dallas Stars just get made to look like fools. It's it's perfect. It is really perfect. The Avs could not be playing better at a better time. The momentum is already starting to roll in their favor, regardless of how this third game of the round robin goes for them. So I'm excited. I, I can't wait for more. And it does look like we have AJ in What's from up? the interviews. How'd they go, AJ? How are the interviews? It's, it's a good thing I'm still awake. <laughs> so quality, this, your, your this, standard this NHL interview. This this is a team that is super not impressed with themselves. <laughs> That's for sure. After they 4-0 smashing. Yeah, they honestly they just look like they're ready to go play golf or something. Like they're they're good, dude. They're gotta love that, man. Of course, uh, the they had Domestikov, uh, Francois, and Makar. So, so maybe not the best interviewers, but yeah. Well, and then and then uh, Bedner just talking a lot about the lineup changes and what he likes to see and. Really, when all of your players are playing as well as the Avs guys are, what do you say? Hey, everybody! Everybody's playing great. You know, yep. he. Uh, I when I when I when I bailed, he was talking about uh, goaltending and how the goaltenders are pretty much dead even. And it's like, look, what do you do? You and I talked about it the other day and said, hey, Grubauer, Grubauer put himself ahead, but if Frankie comes out and has a thirty-five save shutout, then you're right back to where you're start where you started. Um. I don't know how many shots on goal. Uh, he 24. We can get the official 27 by the end of the game. All right. So 27 safe shutouts. What's the difference between that and a 35 safe shutout at that point? I mean, other than eight saves, it's you're, you're nowhere. Like you're at this, at this point, what you're doing is you're you're having an honest conversation where somebody's if if they repeat the schedule that they had from uh the qualifying round where there's a back-to-back you play them both yep. you know we've seen like winnipeg montreal 
try those to ride teams, one goaltender. Yeah. Yeah. Those teams have to play that one guy. They've got that one dude that they have to do it. So they they're in a position where if they are uh if they're looking at a back to back sometime in their first round series, they've they've got such a huge advantage over everybody in that both of their goalies are rocking and rolling right now. And like a lot of these other platoons are in the qualifying round. You know, they you know, a team like Pittsburgh had Matt Murray and Tristan Yari. Well, they they've been rolling with Matt Murray. They they're not flip they're not flipping. And so now if they were if they wanted to try and do something, uh they did the one guy's gonna be one guy's gonna be rusty. And yeah, Carolina is a team that's gotten away with it. They've done just fine with managing this. Colorado, Colorado is also doing the same thing. They've got two guys who are just rolling. And Carolina put themselves in a situation going up 2-0 in the series where they could give an opportunity to play Reimer instead. Yeah. So it it just goes to show how picking up a couple of wins is is are honestly more important for Carolina than the Avs here, but it gives you so much more openness when it comes to your lineup. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I would start on Saturday. I would probably just go back to Grubauer and, and somebody has to start, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, you're kind of in the same boat you were in during the regular season where even when they split the game in half against Minnesota, Grubauer had the tougher task. Yep. Frankie had the better numbers. It's honestly, that's been the story of Francois's pretty much entire season. Well, yeah, that's but, that's what I'm saying. Like the regular season was the same way. Yeah. Grubauer got the number one gig. He got the harder starts. Francois would have, uh, Francois got the, the, the classic like backup starts and against easier opponents, et cetera, et cetera. And then just put up better numbers. And now we're here in the round robin and the same thing, the exact same thing is played out. Yeah, I, I think we have a little bit of, of Frankie highlights here. Didn't have too much, but he didn't face that many tough shots. This is one of the few where Corey Perry gets a breakaway late in the game and he's able to get the shoulder on one. Uh, he looked pretty darn rock steady, right? Like, it's Francois. Rebound control is always going to be a little bit off compared to top flight goalies. Like, let's just be honest about that. But sure. he's able to make the saves. He's able to be athletic enough to get the job done. His, his his biggest scare of a goal, I mean, he got a huge break on, which is pretty consistent with Frankie's season where he just randomly seems to get both great goal support and uh, at least one really crazy bounce that just goes his way. He got that on the, on the play that had to be reviewed where the puck slipped between his legs, stopped on the, stopped on the goal line, and then whichever Stars player uh, reached in there with the sticks totally whiffed on it. <laughs> and the puck just sat there, yep. did not go in, got super lucky. And look at that. The, yeah. Their relationship is awesome. I I mean, you look at these two guys, look at, they got big old smiles on their faces and they're laughing it up, skating off the ice together. That's awesome, man. It's, it's, it's really cool um, that those guys, those guys have the relationship they do despite being in the competition they're in. They're just trying to win a Stanley Cup. Foolishly did not send this to our producer, but I do have the play with Blake Como uh, kind of running in on Francois, and you'll see the second angle here uh, when they go to the top view of just how close this puck was. You can see it right there. It, pretty definitively not a goal. Yeah. Um, but, boy, don't get much closer than that. Yeah, well, when you can way. see Fox's stick here, he comes in to try and bang it home, and... Yeah. 
just goes right over top of it. Yeah, just clean misses, basically. So I I agree. Uh, number one abs fan. I do think Como pretty much shoved Francois with his stick on that play. So it'd be, it would have been a very interesting review had the puck gone in. We'll put it that way. Um, but you know, we'll take our first period break there as it is time to acknowledge Breckenridge brew. I'm going to try and show you this beer, but I'm realizing, yeah, uh, this beer has a green. It's green. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, you can pick That's up amazing. your Breckenridge brewery from Davidson's or your local liquor store or down at the source at the farmhouse in Littleton. And of course, over at the DNVR bar with eight of them on tap, you can even get RK's special. I forget what the mix is. It's a strawberry sky and a, one of the, uh, I don't I'm know, not man. sure. He mixes a couple of the beers. Look it up. He says it's really good. I honestly haven't tried it yet, but pick up your Breckenridge brew one way or another and help support one of our favorite partners. Uh Oh, guy's got something to say, but he's muted. <laughs> that RK special <laughs> is a hot peak mixed with the strawberry sky. Is he, is, is that what he's drinking okay. right behind you? I was going to say, he's, he's drinking right something. there. Yeah. He's having an RK right special. There you go. So the hot peak cool. in the strawberry sky, get on it. And of course, head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook, DraftKings.com slash sportsbook <laughs> for some of the best bets out there. I mean, look, a bet on the abs right now seems like a great bet to make. That's all. Hey, I went on DNVR best today and said, put money on Kale McCarr to score the first goal. So Woo, easy money, easy money. It was like, it was like plus 2000. I was like, <laughs> dude, easiest money you've ever made right there. AJ, it was, it was too funny. Based on your, uh, your first round, I guess round zero, really predictions. Your bets are looking hot, man. Your bets are looking hot right now. That's all I'm going to say about that. But if you want to bet on anything, in the hockey world, basketball world, baseball world, or crazy sports like table tennis, real tennis, golf, you name it, you can head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook. And when you sign up today, you will get a great deal of, you can put a $20 bet on any team you like and get $100 when you win. That's five to one odds on your first bet just because at DraftKings Sportsbook. So jump on it, download DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code dnvr when you sign up to make sure you get that deal as well as a thousand dollar sign up bonus so you can get everything you need from them be sure to jump on it while you still can as the odds do change pretty quickly here they have a bunch of amazing odds boosts but you gotta get on them while they're still out there must be 21 or older colorado only other terms conditions and eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details <laughs> Gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700 as AJ's giggling over there. I just like that you can't say the word eligibility. I know. It's awful. I, <laughs> I Every time I get you the first right, right and then eligibility. <laughs> the bar is amazing. Thank you, Cygnus. Cygnus I have got to, to check out the bar for the first time tonight. Confirmed what we've already known. It's dope. <laughs> it is dope. It is so dope. I. It's awesome. That's all I have to say about it. I can't wait until things get better and we can use it fully proper but we'll get to that when we get there for now we have an abs win to continue talking about second period of the dnvr avalanche podcast aj you were talking about kale mccarr scoring the first goal of the game we can go ahead and bring up that clip here abs on the power play early 
They're working the puck around the perimeter here. And if Kale McCarr is going to shoot the puck, honestly, this is how I want to see it happen. One timer, no thought about it. Just a bomb right to the top corner. I love, I love that Kadri gets an assist for the puck hitting his skate. Right. <laughs> like, yep. While I he's losing it. his balance. Like <laughs> just yep. easy points right now for that guy. When it's working, it's working, man. You know, <laughs> don't fix it or don't yeah, break it. I'm, I mean, it's yeah. it is it is what it is, dude. You just roll with it. True enough. True enough. Now that. that's honestly that was uh the it's a great shot. It's a great screen. Um, the, to be honest, that uh, that Landeskog pass really underrated. He's uh, very that, very good at that too. That little one time backhand. He already knew what he wanted to do with it. Yep. It was flat. All Makar had to do was just let it go. And he doesn't, we don't see him do that a whole lot. Uh, I remember during, uh, when he was at UMass, he had that big bomb against, I think it was Michigan. Yeah. Right at the end of that season, like the year. And he just unleashed one. And everybody was like, oh my God, my car. And we were like, that's not something he he doesn't do that normally. Yeah. (laughs) So if he's just going to start adding that to the arsenal, all y'all looking out. (laughs) Yeah. It's. The hype is the hype machine there has been out of control for a long time. But if he's going to add another weapon, I mean, Quinn, who's uh, that's all yeah. I got to say about that. I've, I've, I've used that Quinn who's thing so many times this year. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how he's doing in, in that series. Um, they won their game today. So Vancouver, yeah. I don't know on Quinn Hughes specifically, but I, I, yeah, I don't know how he's doing. Uh, I, I also don't care. I <laughs> got him because it's it's whatever that's as I, I all as I also mentioned on DNVR bets today that's a series where somebody is playing for the privilege of getting taken to pound town in round one there you go so baby. yeah this is you can made it to round one and then you're about to have a bad time basically <laughs> uh, yeah you about a week ago now, no offense to EJ, but after watching years of him shooting a new opponent, Shane's Makar is nice. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. That's for sure. About a week ago, AJ, you did the preview piece on the new guys. Uh, safe to say they've shown up so far in the round robin, given Kadri with a 0.1 second game winner and then both Burakovsky and Donskoy scoring tonight. And then one of the one of the, I mean the other new guy that I didn't have time to or I didn't have room to put in that piece was Nemestikov, who also scored tonight. Scored, so uh, I believe we have clips of all of the goals as well. Uh, the first one was was Don Scoys here off the face off as the power play is expiring again. This one Gerard gets it to the net. Don Scoy knocks it down, and Kudobin ends up looking like a fool on. Look, okay. First of all, he's up on Anton. He's my guy. Second of all. <laughs> Oh, he was an arrow, wasn't he? Former Houston arrow, Anton Kudovan. Now I know why he's your guy. Oh, he's so much of your guy, you lagged. Nice. It's right. I was there there for his first ever professional game in North America, so I've always got that in my back pocket. Anton Anton is my boy. But the the key with that goal is that Gerard got a shot through traffic. Yep. We talk about it all the time. He either misses the net or... It gets blocked up high and it's not dangerous that he was able to get it through and it turned into something good. I mean, it's a great break that the puck just dribbles right to a guy who's not covered. Nice coverage, Dallas. (laughs) But really that he gets the shot through that shows you like, look, when G is getting pucks through traffic, it's dangerous. Yep. 
And he had a couple of different situations today where it was like that spin move that he put on where he, and then he circled into the, to the middle of the, the offensive zone on that one as well. Right. That's another shot that got through and was dangerous. That's Sam Gerard looked awesome today that, I mean, that pairing destroyed Dallas. I mean, destroyed, laid waste to Dallas. They were nothing against that. That was a true top pairing performance where uh, their course he was like 80% tonight. It was so stupid. They dominated the stars. I mean, you love you love to hear it. And talking about the power play there, Burkowski would add one later in the game. The Avs nearly went three for five on the power play, and which we saw them excel against Dallas when they weren't playing aggressively. Mm-hmm. They were able to take advantage of that passive penalty kill and do nearly whatever they wanted with the puck. Yep. So we'll see how that goes as they get deeper into the playoffs, especially I think, you know, once teams get footage on that again, it might be a bit harder to come by, but special teams was one of the major concerns for this team. Yeah. I, I wrote it in my, I barely remember writing a preview of this game at four o'clock in the morning yesterday (laughs) that was up on the site today. Um, Special teams was the difference. Colorado's ability to finish and special teams is going to be a big, big determining factor in whether or not the ads are going to be able to take out the stars Yep. because Colorado giving up free goals to Dallas on the, on special teams was a huge factor in the season series turning out the way that it did. And today. (laughs) Okay. I wonder where Guy is now. Why are you staring at me like that, AJ? No, it's it was just where it happened. I mean, is Guy just like did you did you just Guy like ran him into out? the bathroom and so oh. I was covering for him, but he's here now. But before he took over again, I just wanted to say that was an awesome one. Look, you've got more people saying hello. I thought I thought you were like pulling rank and you were like, get out of here. I just want to say hello. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. He had to. I was just being nice and taking over oh. while he went to the bathroom, but now he's back, and I guess I'll go. But that was an awesome win. And oh yeah, it was. Yeah, I'll see hopefully a good amount of Avs fans on Saturday. Let's Bye. go, baby. All right. Yeah, I, I think Allie put it pretty darn well. Um, <laughs> Papalock says feels like McKenna's only going eighty percent so far. Disagree. I think that dude is yeah, on full no. motor, man. He's and, he's at one hundred and ten percent already. <laughs> I, the only thing he doesn't have is a goal because it just hasn't come. But the dude has been creating chance after chance after chance. Yeah. So it's it's exciting times. He actually he's the reason Vlad Nemesnikov ended up scoring the third goal for the Avs. If we have that clip, uh, able to find a puck in in the middle of the ice and and put one on net. And yeah, yeah. Here, we have it. Here, a bit of a long clip, I think, but the Avs are able to, first of all, create a turnover thanks to Nemestikov into the neutral zone. I was going to say, that stick from Nemestikov creates all of this. And then he just drifts. If you watch him, he just drifts to open space where the defense isn't. Yep, exactly. I wanted to give Anton a hug after that. He looked exhausted. Yeah, he looked pretty done. He was not happy with life. He's like, could one of you guys please cover one of these fools in front of the net? Like... (laughs) I understand, like, getting beat by Makar's slapper. Like, that's on me. But 
these you other few goals left like, McKinnon wide open in the slot and I made that save and you guys right. still didn't help me out like, like I stopped McKinnon all six times and the one leaky rebound that I give up you guys can't help me out <laughs> it's, it's so messed up the the other thing McKinnon really good game in the in both the faceoff circle um at 58 percent tonight and he was really good defensively yeah i i talked about that a little bit before you came on between him and ranton and hmm. i thought this was one of the best defensive performances from the abs forward core i've seen this year they were so committed to coming back hard on the stars and you could just see like how limited dallas is talent wise when yep. it comes to to offense, that the, the, arguably their best chances was the Como, uh, the the Como clip that we played earlier, and then Gurionov when he got loose in transition. Yep. Those are their best scoring chances of the game, and when when they are not allowing, when Colorado's not allowing cycle pressure, dude, they're they're so good because that's that's one of their big weaknesses is that they don't handle teams that want to cycle on them hard. They don't handle it very well. And they didn't allow Dallas to set up shop and do anything today. I thought Tyler Sagan was flying out there. He was their most dangerous looking player. Guy didn't do anything. It's hard when there's nothing around you, man. I mean, Jamie Ben was stumbling over himself all game. It was the struggle of the game for him, but he might not be good anymore. That's a very, very real possibility. Unfortunately for Dallas. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, like, he's been in steady decline from like when he won a couple of years now. When he won the Art Ross with like eighty-five points, and then it's been a slow decline since hip surgery a couple years ago. He looks bad. Like, no argument from me there. We do have to take our second period break here, as it is time for my favorite. AJ, do you know what day it is? Um, actually, I have no idea. Is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. You know what Wednesday is? Wednesday is hump day. And before you get your hump on, you might want to hit up Manscaped to get the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer and make yourself look good below the belt because that's what hump day is all about, baby. You can also pick up their perfect package, which includes a bunch of freshening products, whether it be that trimmer, you get some shears as well. If you're just looking to, you know, touch up the edges a little bit, whatever you need, some spray on toner, some anti-chafe deodorant. You can even go outside of that, get breath mints, cologne, you name it. They will take care of you and get you fresh above, below, all over the body. You're good to go. Head to manscaped.com. As you can see down there, you get 20% off when you use code DNBR20 and free shipping as well. Get on it. Use your Manscaped. Get ready to go. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. AJ, who is our DraftKings king of the game? Uh, I gave it to Darmsclay. I like it. The two points, man. The second the second goal uh, was was huge. It it really it it put them on a trajectory to an easy win because that first goal it gets you out it gives you a quick lead you're feeling good feeling sexy that second goal really separates you and then you know he gets he gets the assist later on just played really well was consistently good through the neutral zone carrying pucks in really I thought he he's looked so good in the last couple of games that if this this was the version of Don Scully that was 
well on his way to smashing his career, career highs and everything. Yep. Uh, and not the not the one who disappears. has a tendency to disappear for long stretches. This is the one who scored in Game Seven to beat Colorado last year. This is the good Donskoy. Hard to argue with that. Uh, I think you bring up a really good point. We saw the game was significantly slowed down in pace in the second period after the Avs went two up up two zero into the first intermission, and by the third period, Dallas had pretty much packed it in. So, add. Uh, Donskoy's goal, huge, and in, in putting Dallas into a mindset of where they've been there before and they're done with this, I think. So, yeah. ultimately, I have to agree. I think Donskoy is a great king of the game. He's the only player in the entire game. Nope, sorry, Sam Gerrard had two assists. So, Gerrard and Donskoy were the only two players with two points in the game. Uh, Burkowski. Uh, yeah, Burkowski had two as well. Goal oh, okay. Well, I'm blind. Either way. I guess I can't read. There's a case to be made for Francois, probably given he had a shutout, but we kind of already talked about it. Yes, shutout's great. The workload, not so difficult. Right. Doing your job. Yeah, exactly. Very, um, really, the two two scoring chances, Gurionov, Como, uh, the Perry breakaway, that that was really it, man. 23 saves that, that, that stand out among 27. That's just good work. I don't think it was McCarr's first postseason game-winning goal. I believe that happened in his first game. Yep, the first game was the, ended up being the game-winner, I believe. Yeah, he got the third goal, and they ended up winning 6-2. So. Yep. He didn't even have to wait long to do that, dude. He just that good. He just yeah. that good. You kind of alluded to Bednar talking about the lineup changes. Nemesnikov on the top line. Burakovsky was kind of all over the lineup tonight, but, you know, moved down to the third line. I thought Burakovsky looked much, much better in this game. And ultimately that led up to the fourth goal of the game where we finally saw a traditional Andre Burakovsky goal. Uh, Ended up getting a little bit lucky with it, but he only, he seems to only score when he goes post and in. So I don't know if we have the clip or not, but Burry Burra looked, uh, looked classic basically in, in his goal here. Yeah, here we go. All right, perfect. The abs again on the power play, by the way. This again, Donskoy right there, really underrated decision. The way that he circled out. Yep. Created all he created Donskoy created all of this space. Because if you watch, Gurionov goes with him the entire time. I'm sorry, Hintz goes with him the entire time. And yep. created all that space for Burakovsky. And then he floated up up top of the puck. Just <laughs> makes a stupid shot because he's unbelievable and then gets lucky with the bounce. Yeah, I'm are besides McKinnon, is there anyone other than Burakovsky you want even taking that shot? I mean, maybe Miko. Um, Makar would be the only other one. Sure, that's fair. So could we actually could we actually play that again? We have the replays of it if you just let it run as well. Yeah, so watch right here. Watch how much space he creates because he's running out of options, and then watch how Hintz just floats away. Yeah, it creates it creates all of that space. Nice read from Gerard to make the pass as well. Yeah. And and like that's that's all the power play is is it's exploiting the open space that the extra guy gives you, and it was a perfect use of it. It's not it's not like a high quality shot, but when you're a high quality shooter, all shots are high quality, right? Yep, right. If it if it's on net, it's a decent shot. Uh, and we'll see here. Uh, the technically barring in, but 
Burakovsky maybe a little bit due, maybe a little bit lucky, whatever it was. You'll see this puck doesn't actually enter the net initially. It's right. uh, it's it's square crossbar here off of Kudobin's leg and then eventually <laughs> into the net. You got to feel bad for the guy. Yeah, Kudobin just couldn't buy one tonight, unfortunately yeah. for him. We do we do have to to to, to mention uh, the stars were missing one of their best players in John Klingberg and obviously Ben Bishop. Like Kudobin had a career year. He's a very good backup goaltender, borderline starter, kind of their own Pavel Francouz, honestly. But um, Ben Bishop's a different animal. We live this in a world different. where you can't be bringing your backup against the Abs anymore. <laughs> yeah, and a P.S. They've already said the stars have already said. Uh, both Bishop and Klingberg are expected to play on Sunday in their last round robin game. Cool, so cool. good for the I was you never you never know like with them in the bubble and and with the unfit to play designation. Yeah, you're worried about positive testing and then the 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 trickle down effect of all of those things. Um, so it's good to know that they're good to go on Sunday. But in, important to note, like Colorado did take advantage of a situation here that that favored them for sure. I'm. I mean, they, they <laughs> those two guys aren't the difference between the ass whooping the, no, the abs no. just laid on them and and definitely still a dub, up. I think. But yeah. you know, before we give them the cup already, it's it's we got to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Abs are not guaranteed a top two seed. They're like ninety eight percent unless a one specific scenario plays out, which AJ actually tweeted about earlier. But Vegas has to lose in overtime, I believe. Yeah, so let's just do this. St. Louis has to beat Vegas in overtime tomorrow and then beat Dallas to make them two and one. And then, and then Colorado Colorado in regs. And then yeah. Vegas has to beat Colorado in regulation. And then Vegas would be two oh and one. Um and then they would obviously have the type they would have the advantage over the abs because of the overtime loss and no regulation loss. And then St. Louis would be two and one in that case. And have the they have the tiebreaker over the abs. So that would put Colorado as the three seed. But that's the one specific situation in which that happens. And Ben Bishop's going to be back. So YOLO. YOLO, indeed. Yeah. That, I, I mean, I honestly, I, mean, I talked Yolo's... about it before you jumped on the show, AJ, but I'm super excited for this Vegas game now. We've played. I, these are two. These are the two best teams out west, um, in my opinion. And when we did our prediction show, we all had it: Colorado, Vegas, one and two. It's it's not just that; it's the play styles. Yeah, the Abs have played two relatively defensive teams, and Vegas is certainly to more of an extent than St. Louis and Dallas is going to want to run and gun with Colorado. Yeah, so. I'm excited for some fun hockey, to to say the least. I mean, the the Avs have played three very different teams since they got to the bubble. They've got a they've got a plus six goal differential. It's nine three total. They're rolling, man. Yep. There's there's I, I I feel I feel super homerish because we keep picking the Avs to do all this stuff, and they're oh they're this and oh they're that right like they're but. Uh, honestly, they're rolling. They're they're the best team. Um, they're on they're on fire, and right now there's nothing going wrong for them. That's uh, that's my next point. I was going to bring up. I was going to ask you, can you point out any negatives in this game? Because I said it off the top of the show. This was 
not a perfect game, but dang if it wasn't pretty close for the average. Right. It it pushes it pushes the envelope of it because it's right there. Yep. So I don't know what more you can possibly want if you're the Avs. They're rolling. They've got the momentum. They're beating other top four teams in the Western Conference, whatever you think of Dallas, to be honest. But the Avs have put themselves in such a fantastic situation where realistically, very likely to end up with a top two seed. Who they play, we'll have to wait and see as situations keep sorting themselves out. But I, I mean, I disagree. With the, with the comment that they just highlighted yeah, about yeah, yeah. you can't take anything away from beating the lowly stars. It's like, look, the abs, the abs, there were you and I, you and I had kind of summarily dismissed them. And there were people who were like, oh, how could you guys do that? They're bad, but they've beaten the abs all four times this year. Look, uh, eight straight losses, the four months have gone in between their six game losing streak that they came in on and. Dallas, the two that they have here. Like, can you make an argument that Dallas is not the fourth best team in the West? Absolutely. Yeah. Can you make an yeah. argument that Dallas is not a playoff team? No. That team was making the playoffs. Yeah. I'm, yeah. They had, yeah. They were, they were going to make it more interesting than it should have been. Right. But, but yeah. They, they were like Dallas. That they, that they were on a losing streak four months ago back in March is, it's irrelevant. Agreed to me. It does. It just doesn't. It it doesn't matter. What happened yeah. four months ago just does not matter. Those are they were different teams. It's like that's like that's like assuming that every every team that comes back from the summer break is the exact same team that left. Like teams are healthier. Teams are just different. And. You would have thought Dallas, given given the guys that they've added, the 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 Pavelskis and the Perrys, the, the older guys, yeah, the aged depth, yeah. You would have you would have thought that the the break would have helped them because they they had all that time off, not as worn and down just, heading into it, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. But when you take away your starting goaltender and then you take away arguably your best defenseman, depending on how you feel, Klingberg versus Haskinen. It's like Gerard versus McCarr, right? Like you're so much better with both of those guys. Yeah. No argument there. It, I as as much as I love talking up Dallas, I I do have to show this clip. Well, of, they, uh, oh, okay. Stephen Johns. Straight this up was running. This was awesome. <laughs> He I don't know what Steven Johns is doing. Yeah, right? Like, there, no one touches him. He just tackles Kudobin into his own net, and then it hits the shot hits him right in the butt. But I, that was one of the strangest plays I've maybe ever seen. So Yeah. <laughs> what can you say after that? Yeah, I... Uh... I don't I don't know, man. It was weird when it happened live. It's funny now. It didn't cost him anything. At the time it was kind of frustrating because the abs had blown two open nets. Um yeah. to 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 make that game two nothing. It could have been three nothing at that point. Very right. easily. And then and then Donskoy made it two nothing and they were rolling downhill at that point, and it was like there nothing's gonna stop these guys now. 
Nothing is going to stop these guys now. I like that slogan for the rest of the playoffs. Avs are undefeated in the bubble. AJ, any final thoughts on this game, on where the Avs stand and chasing down that number one seed? Uh, I mean, Clash of the Titans on Saturday, right? Let's go, baby. Let's go. Root for regulation tomorrow. Uh, Vegas, St. Louis, I don't really care who wins, to be honest. Just root for regulation. The Avs take care of business. They take care of business. Um, Curious what they're going to do lineup-wise. Nieto, Jost, Francois, Grubauer. I'm curious particularly in that what they go with. Yeah. Unwritten rule about shutouts and all that, but... Yeah, I really... I'm not, I I don't know about that, man. I just think that. I, I both, think I'd probably side with you, but yeah. Either way, we're going to get good. You can't go wrong. When it's a win-win, it's a win-win. So if you want to get a win-win of your own and you're thinking about heading back to college, MSU Denver Online is the place for you. With things still very funny on how you're trying to go to school in the coming months, MSU Denver has you covered with over 40 different programs which can be taken either fully online or as a hybrid once things do get going back in the classroom as well. So they have you covered. If you have any questions about it, both Ali Monroy and Harrison Wind of DNVR did take classes over the summer. So be sure to ask them any questions you want. The professors are often from the industries that they are teaching about and can give you real world experience instead of just in the classroom learning and are also great networking options. So Check out MSU Denver online today and get your college education kick started. We're going to get out of here for this post-game show as another celebratory one here. I like being in the winner's lounge, AJ. I'm not going to lie to you. Hopefully that is a trend that keeps happening over the next two months. But as always, we will be back tomorrow to talk more hockey and free skate Friday at the end of the week, of course. So be sure to tune into those. But until next time i know dude it comes quick it comes quick dude once hockey's back all of a sudden every day doesn't feel like a month (laughs) good way to put it (laughs) either way that's it for the show today thank you everyone for listening watching however you consumed and we will talk to you guys tomorrow the avalanche with